Welcome back to Cow Punchers, where the beer is warm, the women cold, and the bullets fly thick. I am the Deputy Stu Kaufman. And I am awkwardly climbing through a window. I'm Amy McLeod. And I don't own a normal weapon. My name is Pat Jarrett. And I have a magnet under my boot. My name is Melissa Huggins. And tonight we watched, from 1971, The Return of Sabata, directed by Gianfranco Perolini, starring Lee Van Cleef. And who cares about the rest? <laughs> that's, that's right. It's Sabatathon 2023. <laughs> Buckle up, kids. It's the final installment of the canon Sabata trilogy. This is your Does dance it connect Sabata-thon. to the other movies? No. <laughs> Does it star most of the same actors from the first film? Yes. Oh Are they God. playing the same roles? Nope. No. <laughs> you know, to be honest, I didn't even pick that up because I was too, like, I want to say flabbergasted by every part of this movie. Because I had recently watched the first Sabata uh, to be able to catch up to all of you, since this is my first Sabatathon, I'm very excited. Um, yes. I, Welcome. We I'm watched sorry. the first one and then we skipped to this one and we were just like, <gasps> It's it's Alley Cat. It's Carincha. Yes. <laughs> Alley Cat. And he gets a line. He speaks in this one. And he yes. look there's some serious clockwork orange vibes oh. with him. You mean you mean Elrond and Aragorn with their Exactly. Yes. Sure. Yes. The roof elf return. With, with a little clockwork orange mixed in. Yeah. Well Oh, the jumpy boys. <laughs> them jumpy boys. <laughs> Gotta have a jumpy boy. I mean, is it really a Sabata? <laughs> yeah. Well, Amy, do you want to attempt to tell us what happened in this here picture sh- picture show? Uh, more more than anything else in my life. <laughs> so, so we begin as most westerns do um, with a scene of what I truly believe is what happens when you die. <laughs> 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 um me too <laughs> we, we have there's a short sequence before this but we're not going to talk about that i'm going to talk about the barn uh, so we have we have a dimly lit barn one end has a dais bathed in green light the other end is uh <laughs> lit only by two swinging red lanterns we already have some some color symbolism here we have a cabal of dressed up gentlemen on the dais, one of which has a gavel. There's some like papers with pens. Uh, <laughs> then we have several men in matching frilly white shirts walk in for the red side. I thought maybe they were catering a wedding. <laughs> <laughs> I had no idea, but I was like, I, I went, it's Christmas. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, I'm like, we're in the Christmas barn, but there's clearly some sort of, like, esoteric ritual this is occurring. The origi- this is the original uh, The gavel is struck, <laughs> and and the men begin to disperse as if they are either being hunted or starting to hunt. And they move with a dancer's <laughs> grace. <laughs> like, I was so cl- I was like, if they break into song, this is the best movie I have ever seen in my life. I wanted that so bad. Can I pinpoint this moment? I was say, because this is when I put all caps on. I put caps lock on, and it didn't come off. 
I I, no, I no. said aloud, "Movie, go home. You're high." I went, "Welcome to Fancy Thunderdome." <laughs> Back to Fancy Thunderdome. Where does it go from here, Amy? Yes. So from here, uh, Sabata is revealed. He's the only one wearing a vest, uh, and he takes them down one by one in fabulous Sabata fashion. Um. So I mean, to me, that's that's a strong start to a film, but. We, we learned that this is just a circus act. Um, it was all staged. Everybody's fine. It was just in good fun. Boo. Um, so it was just, it was also kind of like, I I think we found the other third of that circus movie from uh-huh. Boot Hill. Uh, it's here it is. And I love it. Like, I, one day, I'm going to stitch together these films in the appropriate, take the bits, and we'll make a new Bo- movie. So Bo- Bo- anyway. My name Zach is Nobody, and... Return of Sabata. Sabata Returns. Yes, yes. Like, there's three movies there that (laughs) need to be rearranged. Dying to be let out. Yes. Uh, So after the circus act, we're introduced to Clyde, who we learned used to serve under Sabata in the Civil War. And he owes Sabata $5,000 in gambling debt. Five big ones. Uh, so Sabata is like, well, I'm going to hang around and I guess we're going to be partners till you give me my five grand. Cause, uh, Clyde also runs the local gambling hall. Uh, the, so I have an outline. So my next bullet point is too many Irish. <laughs> <laughs> that's racist. <laughs> I know. That's the next thing we learn is the town is just overrun with Irishmen <laughs> Run by a man named McKintock, who uh, he's running the town with. He's got crazy high taxes. Uh, the townsfolk didn't seem super concerned about it. They're just like, whatever, taxes be high. Like, I don't know what you want. And Sabata coming in like, all taxation is theft, motherfuckers. <laughs> don't try <laughs> the libertarian. But, but because he yeah. knows it's a fraud, he knows that guy is doing yeah. a fraud. He's like, I don't think he's against taxes. Yeah. I think he's against mm. fraud taxes. Yeah, he he thinks there's something funny going on because they are. It was like fifty percent for the brothel. Like, come on. It's like with on. that much money that you're making from the brothel, that school and hospital should have been like built three times over. Like, Especially as busy as that place yes, was, right? Yes. Yeah, and we do um, we do meet a man named Bronco who was Carincha from the first film. Who his whole job is to stroll around, literally banging a drum, telling everybody how great McKintock is, and that the, you should pay extra taxes. You're welcome. <laughs> Sabata's all like, "Fuck that noise! This is funny." Um, so we meet Bronco, who was Carincha from the first Sabata, who's running around with his drum. That's like, "Pay extra taxes. Taxes are great. This McKintock guy is amazing." I think one of my biggest disappointments is that that drum was not a weapon. Uh, well, it kind of was, was near the but end. It wasn't a drum gun, which is what uh, I wanted. There was an opportunity for a cannon there, and they didn't take it. Okay, like, like a, that's maybe they didn't want to infringe on the eighteen twelve over. This is true. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, so basically, Bronco takes Sabata to this field where he's like, see, look, McKintock is going to build, like, a freaking hospital and a post office and a school and, like, a freaking jail or whatever the hell he's going to build. <laughs> like, you a know. McDonald's and a, a Denny's. A nuclear power plant. Yeah, we're going to get a Panda Express. It's going to be great. Trader exactly. 
Oh. Yeah, a Whole Foods a cheesecake factory. Bougie, bougie as shit. <laughs> yeah, Some we're getting an IKEA coffee shop called like Grounds. <laughs> oh yeah, you know it. And I'm gonna go there. I'll uh, see you at Grounds. And they'll also cool. open a horse right? store for horses. <laughs> Run by and cake for horses. Yeah, for and by trigger horses. Running it in his retirement before he gets stuffed. Turn Speaking it. of triggered, oh, oh. <laughs> so, uh, so what are what are the people of the town paying these taxes for? Apparently, to put up some fancy wooden signs in the middle of a field. So Sabat is like, you know, if he's been collecting these taxes this long, and all he's done is put up some signs, I don't think this is any good. Um, so then we cut back to some circus shenanigans <laughs> where. Sabata's checking in on his buddy Pickle, see how Pickle's doing. Who we saw Pickle in the very beginning taking some money out from floorboards and shoving it into a bag. Um, I was really worried because I was I didn't have credits on my film, and so it just started with Pickle shoving money, and I was like, "It is." I mean, it's feverish. Is this Sabata? And then I saw the where they went with that, and I was like, "All right, it's Sabata," but still. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So he's trying to find Pickle. Uh, Pickle's not in his his cabin, uh, and he's like poking around. It looks like it's been kind of tossed a little bit. Then the circus manager's like, "Hey, Pickle, it's your time to shine, buddy." So Sabata hides underneath a thing, and then uh, a lady's body flops out, and we're like, "Oh no, Debbie's been murdered!" And you might ask, "Who's Debbie?" <laughs> And I'll tell you who Debbie is. She gave Sabata a knowing look not but a few minutes ago because she was going to give Sabata some information on some shady dealings at the circus. So again... Wasn't her name Diane? Oh, it was Diane, yeah. I thought it was... Was it Diane? I wrote it down as Debbie. But she looked like a Debbie. I'm sorry, Diane. (laughs) Listen, in our hearts, it's R.I.P. Debbie. (laughs) R.I.P. Debbie. R.I.P. in peace. Pour one out for Debbie, everybody. So... Drinks for Debbie, y'all. Drinks Drinks for for Debbie. Debbie. Everybody have a drink for Debbie. I was not nearly drunk enough for this. (laughs) I'll tell you that. So, I mean, and this was early on. I was like, here, we got a murder mystery. Because in her hand was a black dye that was seen on the very distinctive watch that Pickle had. So we're like, remember that. Which typically you don't have to remember things that hard in a spaghetti like this. but Especially a Sabata. Right. Yeah. But that is Chekhov's black dye. Nor- Normally this is a detail that will never be referenced again. Yes. And this is yeah. why I think this plot of Sabata was much better than the first plot of this of Sabata. You know, you might be turning it was, me. It was I, constructed I would normally, so much yeah. better. So much better. I would normally be offended at the proposition. <laughs> the the first Sabata is unassailable, but you might be breaking through my defenses. Very assailable. Uh, <laughs> I'll build up those defenses by saying William Berger's coked out face. <laughs> <laughs> and you know, for this for this little old lady, it's really hard to beat a band. <laughs> you know. Luckily, there are all sorts of guns in all sorts of places that you wouldn't expect in this movie. But carry on. <laughs> yeah. None, none of them were in a banjo. <laughs> oh. Nor was there any menacing banjo playing. 
that's, hallmarks of a quality film. That's really where this Sabata fell down on the job. We did need more menacing banjo licks. We needed better <laughs> music. But I will get to that once yeah. we get through the, uh, the synopsis. Yes. No. Yes. Continue. Yes. We'll yes. talk about the soundtrack okay. in a little bit. Not a problem. Okay. So we had our circus shenanigans. Uh, McIntock's getting wise that Sabata... He's kind of Sabata's causing trouble because he's kind of going around saying, "What are we paying these taxes for? Like, where's all this money going?" So he's kind of like, "Get that guy out of town. He's talking too much." So he offers, just like the first Sabata, this first course of action is to try and buy him off. He offers to give Clyde the five grand to get Sabata to leave. Uh, that doesn't work. So then he sends some goons uh, to kill Sabata uh, in. I laughed out loud so hard. They basically had the goons wait in uh, Sabata's lady friend's room to try and jump him. He, of course, handles them no problem. But for some reason, Clyde climbs up through the window to ask if everyone's yeah, okay. Yeah, it's your saloon, sir. <laughs> right. You own it. Listen. It was unrelated why he was climbing up. He was just there. He was just doing his climbing <laughs> steps today. Yeah. Are y'all good in here? It was amazing. I, I, I laughed so hard, and it was so <laughs> hilarious. And then Sabata just shoots the little thing he's climbing up on, and he falls right down. A lot of good deadfalls in this movie. Mm-hmm. Oh, so sure many we'll, deadfalls? Oh Quality. I'm sure we'll talk about that. So... Uh, Sabata's basically he's like well hey next course of action let's steal the money in the safe that they've supposedly been collecting for taxes so he teams up with uh, Angel who is Alley Cat from the first film and then with uh, Slingshot Guy I couldn't figure out what his name um, was according, I hate that according, guy <laughs> uh, B-I-O-N-D-A is what it says I called him Aragorn that man was on Cause, drugs. Because you, you guys called the other guy Elrond, and I was like, Elrond, Al- Elrond and Aragorn. Yeah. <laughs> so we got Elrond and Aragorn. I called him the... Nut Slingshot Guy. Because <laughs> yeah. he was shooting slingshots straight from his testicles. Can, Alex, can I get the most awkward ways to use a slingshot for 500? <laughs> I believe that's Ooh. how, I believe that's under how not to use a slingshot I, I in the instruction manual. That in his yes. bowler hat, he had a mirror. I was like, I need one of those. I was expecting that to come back to be meaningful, but I was wrong. <laughs> yeah, yeah. No, Stu, I, same here. you weren't wrong. They, they brought... <laughs> the, it's the movie that was wrong. You know what? They, they brought back the die attached to the watch chain. So you know what? You, you can't... They got that one important plot point. So they put that they they put that much effort into yeah. it. So we should be we you should appreciate it. One. Don't be greedy. <laughs> Don't be greedy. You want to call back? Fine. Here's your one callback. You only get the one. <laughs> now go open another yeah. beer and sit down and shut up, Stuart. <laughs> oh, Enjoy okay. Sabata returns. <laughs> yeah. I'm sorry, Lee Van Cleef. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he'll ha- cut you with that chin. Behind you, he's got a very sharp face. <laughs> <laughs> and for some reason, a brass knuckle knife gun. <laughs> Okay, that was pretty sick. That that's up there with a I banjo mean, it was gun. That's really, three weapons yeah, in one. I no issues. I just I just assumed yeah. they agreed no normal weapons. <laughs> like, that's a sabata though. You can't have a normal gun. I have a theory. Like, I have a theory that I will get to. Okay. About why okay. 
All right. Oh shit. All right. Let me. <laughs> I'm halfway through this. <laughs> so, all right. We'll we'll get through the rest of it real quick. So uh, Sabato wants to steal the money. He gets his buddies. They go to they go to try and steal the money. Um, but Clyde ends up the first double cross. Uh, Clyde basically hides the fact that you need two keys to get in. They decide to abandon the heist for now, but then Clyde and he had seduced the banker's sister, Jackie, um, and they abscond with the money. But of course, uh, Sabata's always one step ahead. He'd taken the bolts out of the wagon, so Clyde couldn't get too far, um, but then they get chased back to town anyway by some other goons, uh, and then they find out that the money is counterfeit. It's fake money. So, like, where's the real money? So Sabata's like, well, he wouldn't care that much about these counterfeits. You know, like, if he needs them for some reason. So he's like, I'll sell them back to him for 10% of their value, which is a lot. So McKintock's like, all right, let's meet at my old mine. Uh, so they do that and everything explodes. <laughs> With some quality explosions. Everything. Yeah. Everything explodes. Everything explodes. Yeah. Horses. <laughs> yeah. Shoes. Everything. Listen, horses are horses' brains and sexual organs are made out of M eighties. Everybody knows that. <laughs> They're spicy. Spicy. No. So well. No. Mel. Mel. The Mel. answer the answer, Pat, Mel. is no. Mel. Horses are no. No, your paranoia is showing. Again, there's a very sharp faced man behind you, along with but- Mr. Mayor the horse. Who is Mel, I don't think you had the horse. I don't think you understand where Pat got his information. It's probably a a, a, a subreddit or you know something mm-hmm. like that. Uh, I'm sorry, I've done my own research. Okay. <laughs> yes. Uh huh. You should do your own research. Do don't your make me wake up you sheeple. Right. Wake up horse people. Shit. <laughs> people. People. Uh, Horses. <laughs> We are as off track as this movie. This is great. All right. Oh, all right. So we have a brief, sh- a brief uh, tangent with a cool showdown with some folks from Redstone. Oh, where they reveal uh, men ain't shit. Yes, I love that. And they, they have a tangent, or I said a tangential visit from the fuck police. <laughs> <laughs> like, come back and marry my sister, you asshole. Part of that whole exchange is they show up and they're like, Sabata, you left my sister at the altar. Your son is like a really cute kid. And then he kills all those dudes. And then Bronco turns to him and is like, I feel really sad for your son. And uh, the lieutenant guy is like, uh, you know, and, or, and Bronco is like, yeah, you know, the lieutenant guy and I, you know, we grew up without fathers and you need to know how it feels. And the lieutenant guy is like, well, Sabata did too. And it's like, <laughs> like, yeah, it's like, they're like, the cycle continues. like, men ain't shit. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> they admit they it. They do. Though. That's he what, knows. like, cracked me up. I was like, is. what is happening? Yeah. yeah. It's like, see how we all ended up without dads? And then they're like, yeah. yeah. This movie's <laughs> perfect. <laughs> Sorry. I, I was really thinking that, like, hopefully, mercifully, then they would roll the credits. No. <laughs> It was getting better. It kept going. It was getting better. It was yes. so good. Because after this scene, we move into CSI Sabata. <laughs> <laughs> because 
<laughs> some goons. So in the in the gunfight, they uh, they take Sabata's gun away from him, but they don't know about his secret glove gun. So they all get shot. <laughs> Dead-eyed. Like, shot, like... Yeah, oh, yeah, right between the eyes. Yeah, like, uh, come on. Like, you're not going to have that kind of accuracy. He's like... He's, like, dead-eyeing people at, like, a hundred yards <laughs> with, like, a barrel that's that long. Yeah. And I'm sorry, physics don't work like that. The glove gun well, is, is a Pat, fallacy. Pat, I'm going to tell you something. I don't care. <laughs> <laughs> Look, he is the only invincible man in the uh, countryside. Because he put on all the cheat codes, so. Yeah, he's got, he's got up, the... Up, up, down, mode. down. Left, right. Yeah. It's got auto aim, all that. 360, shit, you know? no scope. <laughs> He's got no yeah. scope. No scope, 360. Pwned him. <laughs> yeah. So uh, the goons steal Sabata's gun and then kill Pickle and are like, oh, look, it's Sabata's gun and Pickle's dead. I guess he did it. Uh, and of course, the sheriff. <laughs> exactly. Yes. Yeah. So, and the sheriff is basically like, yeah, that's that. Case closed. Sabata did it, even though, like, we all heard the gunshot and saw that Sabata wasn't even in the room yet, but don't worry. But Sabata's all CSI, like, well, <laughs> they want you to think I did it. But what you don't know is that McKintock is a big a-hole and <laughs> has absconded with your money. And if you give me some time, I can prove it and find a bunch of gold. And they're like, well, I like the sound of gold. So. Let's see where that goes. I I'm a small town uh, corrupt official. That man right. is such a. Right. I'll, I'll see where this goes. Yeah. He was not a smart sheriff. Is this. Um, well, can I ask a question? Can I interrupt? Sure. Yes. Is this where the guy died from getting kicked in the nuts? <laughs> <laughs> that's right. I forgot about that part. How, that's, listen, I forgot about the CSI shit, but I did see a guy collapse and die after getting hit in the nuts real hard. I forgot. That's I didn't right. even include the whole scene. Because there's a couple gambling scenes, and like they have a seesaw. Right, the classic seesaw, the seesaw game, guys. was the coolest shit in the whole movie. <laughs> it's a seesaw game. That was pretty wild. I don't even remember where that it was. It was so cool. It was so cool. I lost my ever-loving mind. <laughs> yeah. They're like wheeling this giant seesaw. And everybody, and a hushed like, awe comes over the crowd at that point. Right. Whoa. Like, you should know what this means. Oh. And you're like, are we going to seesaw? Like, <laughs> we gonna, are we going to, like, have a little... Are you, we're grown men. Are we gonna seesaw about it? We're gonna seesaw about it. <laughs> like you want to put some like money where men. your mouth is, buddy. <laughs> oh God, so, that's gonna. I want that on a T-shirt. Like, are we gonna seesaw about it? <laughs> <laughs> Listeners, if you want us to uh, 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 make a T-shirt that says, "Are we gonna seesaw about it?" Let us know. <laughs> <laughs> where can they find us? <laughs> Cowpunchersshow at gmail.com <laughs> Is there any other way they can get in touch with us, Stu? Absolutely not. Oh, <laughs> oh my that, God. that is a lie. <laughs> yeah, we do have a surprise yes. for our listeners, so you'll have to listen till yes. the very end. I have end. been known to lie. <laughs> Ooh, Stu is a liar. This is a known fact. Okay, I think we were at the um, death of Pickles and uh, CSI Sabata. Yes. yes, so Pickles is dead. Sabata's like, I didn't do it, and I can prove it by finding a bunch of gold. So... 
we move to There's Gold in Them Thar Wagon, where Sabata chases McKintock down, and again, everything explodes. Uh, Some good explosions. <laughs> then, we move, then we move to There's Gold in Them Thar Mansion, uh, where Clyde and Jackie are searching McKintock's mansion for the gold. Uh, Clyde finds the decoy gold because everybody knows you don't put all your gold in one place. You always have decoy mm-hmm. gold to throw them off. Which is also so actual finds, gold. It is actual gold, but that's it's got to be authentic to throw them off the trail. <laughs> so he's like, this can't be it. Um, Clyde ends up hiding. McKintock ends up shooting Jackie and her brother Jeremy, the banker. Who was also it was the like, judge from the first movie. And who I nick- the judge from the and who I have movie. affectionately nicknamed Potato Man. Yes, <laughs> yes, I love that man. He's great. He's man. big. He's round. He's dressed in brown. It's the Potato Man. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> but it was funny because like McKintock's like you're trying to find my gold, Jackie. So he shoots Jackie, and then Jeremy comes down the stairs and is like, "You shot my sister, so you better shoot me too." And it, like he's saying that as he's going for a gun, but I'm like, you should probably wait to say that till you have your gun because then McKintock immediately shoots him. Like, well, you, you did ask him. You did say, shoot me. So I don't know, man. Uh, so McKintock's shooting everybody because you, know, can't, you can't get between McKintock and his gold. Clyde is trying to hide and Scooby-Doo around with his gold, looking for more gold and trying not to get caught. Then we have our final showdown. So Sabata shows up with all of uh, his, his new friends that he's made in town. Uh, we've got a sweet shootout between Clyde and McKintock in one of our famous uh, old fake death tricks that we've seen several <laughs> times before, uh, which lulls uh, McKintock into a false sense of security, and he shouts the location of his hidden gold. He's like, it's right here. And, of course, they're all in the same room. We see a nice sly handshake between Sabata and McKintock. Or Clyde. It's Clyde. And, or Clyde. God damn it. Between Sabata and Clyde. Uh, so then they shoot McKintock and the gold was in the chimney. They shoot a little rope and it comes out like a slot machine mm-hmm. <laughs> forever. <laughs> yeah. So Infinite it gold. It just keeps going. They hit it the jackpot. <laughs> so they did. It got all sevens on the chimney. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so, uh, the epilogue is basically the town is going to be okay. It didn't seem like Sabata gave them any of the gold he found, but, but McKintock had donated his mind to the town months before. And due to the, uh, the first time everything exploded, <laughs> it revealed a bunch of gold in the mine that he had never found. So it's like the town's going to be fine. They f- have a bunch of their own gold now. Sure. <laughs> Which I'm like, Sabata should maybe give them their own tax money back but you know sabata did some work he did some, it's it's for services rendered i believe is the yeah. monopoly term i think, I think he <laughs> exactly. was gonna take his 10 percent off the top and like leave the rest is is what i was the okay. impression i was getting but i okay. was under the impression that clyde was getting some sort of cut on this deal too and it didn't seem like it but maybe he did because we kind of end with uh, Sabata and his friends driving off into the sunset. Clyde is like, hey, you want to bring me along? And then Sabata responds by shooting Clyde in the yes. finger. <laughs> the mm-hmm. end. <laughs> so so do, do you want to hear my theory about this movie? 
Go for it. So I understand now why people enjoy James Bond films. I never liked James Bond. I never got it. I never understood the gadgets. I never understood the convoluted plots because most of it did not make sense. I didn't like how he treated women. And then I watched this movie. (laughs) Zabata! And I went, Sabata is Old West James Bond. Super cool. Way cooler than James Bond. I said it. Come for me. Mm-hmm. You know. Um, he, he, you know, Maggie, the girl, is in this movie uh, just to be a sexy lamp. Um, and uh, he has all the gadgets and he does all the cool shit. And he's basically Old West James Bond. And I think that's... And there's the plot. Like, he comes to this town because he's investigating Pickles, who he knows is a counterfeit person. So he already knows all the shit that is going on before he gets there, just like James Bond does. You know, I'm excited about seeing Daniel Craig this summer as Sabata. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, Oh, my God. Don't don't. Don't even he would say that. I'll break my heart if he, he is not would be Sabata. A fabulous Sabata. <laughs> this needs to happen. Contact every major studio. Let's make this happen. And he needs to use his knives out. Yes. Yes, he does. It's so dumb. Oh, it's so dumb. It's brilliant. No. It's just dumb. Still haven't seen that, but I. Support oh God. It. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you should. Yeah, just just. For the mm-hmm. accent, at least. And everybody else should be speaking Italian and dub. <laughs> <laughs> yes! But, yes. like, impossibly cool, all the improbable gadgets, and knows everything that is going on is three steps ahead of everybody else. And imagine, imagine, if you will, if they got Cirque du Soleil involved. <laughs> And got them crazy ass acrobats, but like twenty first century. I I have not oh, seen man. all of the James Bond films, but I would be willing to bet that in at least one there is a circus, <laughs> or some kind of acrobat. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know, yeah. like yeah. the I mean, zany, like even the bad guy had a bald sidekick. Mm-hmm. Was his name like Chuck something. or something? A, I think his name was he was Chuck. aggressively bald. <laughs> <laughs> All he Man, needed I, was a pet cat. <laughs> okay, right. can we talk about the scene when he's trying to meet up with Maggie in the hotel? Because she's like, you you don't have to pay. You're mm-hmm. free. And uh, the one guy's like, but you still got to pay the tax. And he's like, well, what if I... How about I don't? And then... <laughs> He's on the stairs, and he says, hey, tell him it's for Sabata, and he just leaps at him off of the stairs. Now, where do you think you're going? Well, I have an appointment with your leading lady. She's rehearsing. Well, I don't think so. She wouldn't begin the show without me. Why? Who are you? Well, I'm a prompter. (laughs) Hey, Joe, tell him it's okay. The other, the other theory that Uh Ben had as we watched this movie was that Sabata was a Pokemon, screaming (laughs) his own name as he attacked Sabata. 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 (laughs) 
Well, that would explain the soundtrack. <laughs> uh, see, I thought that uh, Lee Van Cleef had a look on his face throughout most of this movie that said, I can't believe I'm getting paid to do this. That man was having a ball. Straight up. He was oh, yeah. having a good time. Ex- that would explain all the faces he made in this movie because that guy was just enjoying life. Oh mm-hmm. man, way to go, Lee! <laughs> he looked at the script, yeah. saw the check cleared. He's like, "All right, let's do this." Can we? I gotta say, watching this with the closed captions on and having the background singers closed captions. <laughs> And it's Lee Van Cleef just looking at the screen like, oh, hell so, yeah. <laughs> I have two huge, I loved this movie. I have two huge issues with it. Okay. I'll get to the second one, but the first one was the theme song. Because you had the perfect Sabata theme song in the first movie. Hey, amico. C'è Sabata. Hai chiuso. what the hell was this love boat mashup with you know (laughs) if you want to be happy for the rest of your life never make a pretty woman your wife that was the song he's the only invincible man in the countryside yeah. Right? It was the love boat. Yeah. And then da 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 I was like, what is this? Yeah. This is terrible. It's like they they, they, they called up Robert Goulet <laughs> and said, we, give us a Sabata theme, my man. And, and and Robert Goulet was like, what's the name of the horse? Mr. Mayor. <laughs> and and they pro- I bet I bet it was something different. And Robert Goulet was like, no. The only way I'm in is if it's Mr. <laughs> Mayor. And they're like... <laughs> <laughs> All right, Robert, you drive a hard bargain, but here we are. Because that is that is 100%. If I had a horse, which I, as faithful listeners of this podcast know, I'm historically anti-horse. <laughs> but if I were ever to have a horse, I would name it Mr. Mayor. Yeah. yeah. I mean, and spot that, on. And that horse was like MVP. It did not care what was happening around it. It was oh, just yeah, like, no. oh, the cart fell apart again. You guys need to fix that. Like, I'm, shit. Yeah, I'm in, I'm in the union here, and uh, you need to like double. And listen, time. I don't even have thumbs. Yeah. I don't even know what you'd want me to do. Right. <clears throat> I'm just gonna eat some grass over mm-hmm. here. You're eat some grass, and then I'm gonna go, go legislate. So y'all better figure this axle <laughs> yeah. out. Yeah, I got yeah. policies to set. <laughs> right. But yeah. I gotta look at this town budget. But, but were you guys disappointed with the music? I was super disappointed. There were times yes. where the music really was starting to hit 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 a stride. There were some neat moments and riffs of Italian fuzz guitar, and then it was just broken up by the boat. Right, right, and like the Italian fuzz guitar. That's what I want out of my westerns, right, y'all? Like that's. Honestly, probably seventy five percent of why I watch a western is hear the Italian fuzz guitar. Mm. Yeah, give me that. Right give me that Italian cinematic funk. And and but oh. the first the first one, I amigo Sabata. Like it was so good, yeah. so badass, so good. And then you give us this. It's like wah wah wah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I I think they were trying because in the first Sabata film, that theme song to me is more like a serious western kind of theme. 
And this one, I felt like they were leaning more into like, this is a comedy. This is not a serious movie. So you're not getting a serious intro song. Is this the Evil Dead 2 (laughs) to Evil Dead 1? You all know what I'm talking about? Yeah. I just like, Like, fuck it. Evil Dead 1 was a serious horror movie. In Evil Dead 2, we get, hey, we'll swallow your soul. We'll swallow your soul. Like, we get like pure schlock. (laughs) In the second is, Evil Dead, in the Evil Dead is 2. Is Evil Dead 2 the one where he, like, travels back in time? That's Army of Darkness. Oh, okay. But Evil Dead 2 is basically a shot-for-shot remake of Evil Dead 1, except sassy. <laughs> <laughs> and, like, we might be onto something here with this Sabata. Like, it might be, like, the sassy Sabata. <laughs> yeah. It was definitely a little sassier than the first one. It's he Lee Van yeah. Cleef relaxed and he knew what the movie was and he was like, I'm leaning into this and I'm gonna have a good time. Listen, within oh, the yeah. first ten minutes we had a freeze frame. <gasps> <laughs> yes, right, we did. Right? Like that told me everything I needed to know. Like, okay, you guys, you're you're having a freeze frame this early and you have Sabata, the only immortal man in the West. Wait, 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 hold on. Uh, Invincible man. The, the, the only invincible man in the countryside. Like, what yeah, that's the some, hell? That's some great song smithery. Like, <laughs> that just rolls off the and tongue. And apparently... The, these just these <clears throat> lyrics. And then another another Lord of the Rings connection. He's only got nine <gasps> fingers. True. Did he lose one getting a ring bit off from Gollum? Which apparently, uh, the reason they did that is part of... One of Lee Van Cleef's middle fingers is missing because he uh, it he it uh, he, he injured himself building a a uh, playhouse for his children. I know, isn't that the sweetest thing? It's like so wholesome, <laughs> but really, it's such a dad injury yeah. though. You know, I, I will say like when the with the pickles intro, I was like, what is this? What is this Christmas bullshit? Um, why are we in Thunderdome? Like, what is happening? Is Tina Turner oh, going to yeah. show up? What's going on? Um, which I would, I would not be that, upset yes. if Tina Turner showed up. Tina Turner makes everything 110% better. Tina, I love you. Just saying. Um, Play something tragic. Oh, God. Anyway. <laughs> um, as I was like, I was getting worried. I was like, oh, no. And then as soon as they had the shot of Lee Van Cleef's face through the crystal chandelier, can I tell you, I went, yes, I was so excited. And then I immediately knew we are in good hands. I am. Yes, I have made good decisions with my life. Yeah. This movie let you know what you're in for from the start. Mm-hmm. Just be like, here's a weird room with some weird dudes. I was like, I asked questions like, are they in a funeral partner, a consignment shop, a Halloween party? What I, I thought it was I love I thought it was band tryouts. <laughs> uh, right, the green the green judge. But like <laughs> Well and, and the judges kept multiplying in that opening scene. Started with one, yeah. then there were three, then there was like a dozen, and I'm like and that that point, though I was too thrown off by the swinging lights. Like yeah. are we moving? Is there an earthquake? Is this like a tremors situation? Right. What is this congre- Are we on a boat? What is this congressional subcommittee doing here? <laughs> I I was like <laughs> doing nothing. What? Oops. <laughs> oh, oh shit. Politics. <laughs> We're so cutting oh, analysis. Oh, no. Um but it, it it was it was I was dubious about the opening, but I would say that the circus in this movie 
did end up making sense. It made sense. He's joined it because he suspects Pickles that he is a known counterfeiter, is up to no good. He trails him to this town. Pickles gets killed. I would say CSI Sabata starts all the way, like, before this movie. Like, he... It, 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 unlike in the terrible My Name is Nobody, where it was like, why, why is, what is happening? Why are there clowns? This makes Why, why is this man tormenting this other man? I don't understand any of this. And this, I'm like, this, this at least makes some kind of sense. <laughs> well, speak. Yeah, it uh, was a classic, a classic story of someone's taking advantage of a town and he's going to figure out how to get and that money the counterfeit money with a circus makes sense yes and then somebody gets killed by getting hit in the nuts too <laughs> that was pretty great well i mean you gotta add some and then we have a guy whose specialty is like throwing things with his feet real far oh. with a great risk to his nuts i well the theme of this movie is don't hit yourself in the nuts i <laughs> I loved the two acrobat boys. They, as oh, soon as I was like, Alley Cat's back, and he gets a line. The jumpy guys. <laughs> I jumpy love that. Boys. I, I love that they had their little bowler hats. I love that they, oh like, were initially against Sabata, and then they saw him and they were like, nope, this guy. <laughs> this guy's See, the coolest. <laughs> so when, when Alley Cat or Angel in this movie, I'm just going to call him Alley Cat because we all know that's yeah. who he is. <laughs> Uh, when he first sees Sabata, like he immediately like gives him some money in that in that one scene, and I was like, "Do they, is it the same character? Does he remember him? <laughs> Has he just been brainwashed?" Right, mm. and like same thing with uh, Bronco Carincha. Mm -hmm. Because I was like, he kept calling him stranger, but I was like, is he saying like stranger, like in that like I totally don't know you, wink, wink, well, my dude. If if this is actually James Bond, they're actually all a part of the secret service that hasn't probably been started yet. And they're all under deep cover. Of course. And, ah. and that's why they can't actually admit that they know him because, you know, they're, they're under that deep cover that they've been for a while. Here's my question. Do the jumpy boys exist because of the rash of trampolines in the Old West? <laughs> or did the Jumpy Boys install the trampolines to propagate the Jumpies? Again, Pat, you're thinking too hard because they, they, they put in the cheat codes. Oh. They, they, got they got double jump on. My bad. They got the double jump. They got gravity 50%. All right. Noted. They went to yeah. the no. Zorro at one point, School of Parkour. <laughs> at one point, one of them gets punched and does a backflip out of a crowd clearing like 20 feet of human beings. <laughs> yeah. Clearly thrown. Oh, yeah. Bodily. From the punch. Like, I wish that I had a better... Uh, 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 picture of this plot because really the whole time I was just going what the hell <laughs> I had a lot of what the hell I had a lot of like coot search was hard for me but I have one but it was mostly because I was saying yeah, yeah. what the hell <laughs> uh, can we talk about disco discount Ringo Starr here uh, 
otherwise known as Clyde. Oh my god. <laughs> I uh, he's clearly filling the banjo. I level. wanted his suit so bad. And there the, the there's two things I want to talk about. Suit? What one is that that burgundy velvet suit was Oh, oh yeah. I wanted that. And I want the ability to grow those sideburns. Um, except he had a failed mutton stash. <laughs> yeah, that, that mustache was awful. He was attempting a lemmy is what he mm. was. Oh, yeah, that's true. You know, what was your... And you know what? There's only one lemmy. Mm-hmm. <laughs> what was your second thing, Stu? Second thing was that the, in the last scene where he eventually gets his fingers shot off, he appears to grow more teeth than is humanly possible. <laughs> <laughs> I, I was like, is this man a shark? Like, where did all uh-huh. these teeth come from? And I did enjoy how, like, you know, he's all, like, shaking around, jumping around, like, ooh, that's smart, as, like, the movie's ending, and you just hear him go, like, ooh, ooh, ow, mm, One... ow, my finger. <laughs> like, I enjoyed that touch. <laughs> I My favorite part about Clyde is that early on, he both is D and refenestrated within several Oh, my minutes. God. Yes, oh my god. <laughs> thrown out of a window, thrown back in a window. You know what? Get on with your bad self, Clyde. I don't even care. Right. Oh. And the logic, you love to see oh. it. The logic of my wife is calling me from the basement to get something, so I'm going to climb out the bedroom window, <laughs> down the drain spout, and ask her what's up. Also, and then ask her to let hey, everything all right in here? And then ask her to let me in because I forgot my key. <laughs> I also cannot understand what Jackie saw in him because the one makeout scene that they have, too much teeth. Like, like they were like they were like i'm making that face right now like like eating each other's faces and like the teeth i'm like your teeth have to be like knocking together you are full open mouth like gnawing on each other's faces that is neither sexy nor practical it cannot be good For like that was me and my high school boyfriend, them. and I learned real quick that was no bueno. Like, <laughs> yeah. we've all been there. Like, it's unpleasant. Yeah, that was awful. Uh, but we had to know that he seduced her somehow, so we had to have gross, uh, terrible kiss scenes. This is scene. true. It was bad. It was bad. <laughs> Do we do we want to address the terrible treatment of the Irish? <laughs> yeah, let's get into it. Film? I was like, oh, Holy old West Catholics. <laughs> yes, the uh, the subtext of this movie was always after we lucky charms. Oh my god! <laughs> right? Is, is this someone who like heard about Irish Catholics like fourth hand? <laughs> All right. Yes, but but my favorite is the scene in the church where I forget who is it McKintock. Yeah, I think yeah. takes the the crucifix and turns it around, and he's yes. like, "Jesus, don't watch I... while I slap the taste out of this guy's <laughs> so mouth." I, I... Slaps the guy and then turns it back around, and it's like, you know what? If somebody turns around a crucifix and then winds up, I'm I'm gone. Like you, you start turning that around, I'm so gone. So I, I wrote down because I saw that I was like, "Jesus can still see you." Yeah, you're, you're in his house. I just omnipotent God, like it's it's, it's in the doctrine. I, you know, <laughs> right. You don't worship the idols like like here. like that's. I'm just saying he can still see you, and he's still disappointed. That was the funniest thing to me because he's like praying and like the guy pissed him off. <laughs> just like let me just turn Jesus right because Je- Jesus is still watching and he's gonna be like, man, come on. Seriously, dude. But, dude, come on. Your back was turned, and I was powdering my 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 slapping hand. <laughs> like, 
that scene was gold. I still, I don't fucking know. Like, guys, the, like, honestly, my notes, like, I could even read you some of these notes where it's just like, honestly, after the, after the, the, the scene with the green lights and the multiple judges, it's what the fuck, no, goddammit, what? <laughs> the music is the worst, I love it. Like, I, I like, but also, no, no, no. Well, here's what, and did any, no way will the acrobats come back into this. Oh, goddammit. Did anyone it. pick up on the choice mustache in the church scene? Yeah, so it's just, just, just a dark jet black with a big curl on it. And you're yeah. like, is this man going to sing in a barbershop quartet just, later? Just a background guy. I was like, that is a choice mustache. Speaking of background, this might come back around in costume corner, but there's a fight in the saloon. I think it might have been the one where like the guy gets defenestrated. There looks to be a woman who's clearly wearing a wedding dress from 1970. Oh my god, okay. We're... <laughs> Do not get me started. I have I have notes on all of that. I this, do we are we going into costume? Like honestly, this movie is a fever dream. Like <laughs> like it's a fever dream. I could go down rabbit holes on saloons because at this point is the church a saloon? Oh yeah, yeah. So like I mean the like, priest should was we drinking. go into segments? Because I feel like there's a lot in segments here. Yo yeah. Oh yeah. Uh, <laughs> One comment I wanted to make about uh, both the, ch- the the chapel and uh, McKintock's home is, uh, is this like an old medieval times? Oh, my God. <laughs> I was like, what is this? What, why this? I think that's the same um, uh, fireplace from the first Sabata, isn't it? Oh, yeah. It's the uh, same villa from the first right? movie. Oh, jeez. Uh, but, but Is it? I, I don't know. It looked similar to me. I'll have to but go I would back. say before we get into segments, can we talk about Maggie? I have yes. I would love my my favorite was the guy holding a sign that just says Maggie, we're all here for you, and I was like, I need that yeah. guy to have that sign. This is Amy. We're all here. She for you. she was done wrong. She was an excellent, oh, yeah. incredibly, and this is my my second annoyance with this movie um, is the women's parts are awful and the women are treated terribly like jackie didn't need to die clyde is a terrible person she did not need to die also i want to be like girl run away just leave um there's another door use your legs yes too um but maggie i thought was like i i was so pissed when like she's been with sabata she's been supporting him um she's like you're a sexy dude and like i'm a sexy lady and she comes into town she as pat would say does a sex appeal and like everybody loves her um and i loved oh god what was it that she said to um she did a big takedown when i think it was clyde was like what do you see in this old guy and she she had some good lines there you know i do what i like and i know i like it and i'm gonna keep doing it like I'm like, burr, 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 burr. yes, yeah. love you. Excellent. And oh, then yeah. Sabata pulls a banjo when they're about to go into the final fight to get the last of the gold. And he tells her, you can't go where I'm going. And she's like left behind with the tiniest parasol ever made. And I was like, I was all right. All right. That's another question. Was that tiny? Parasols aren't that small. <laughs> it was clearly a, a, uh, a fashion decorative only An affectation yes for drinks right <laughs> yes just yeah super right. tiny that's but that, for the 
That's a, oh, it was that's... either super tiny or it's ready for the biggest Mai Tai you've oh ever gosh. seen. And she deserves <laughs> a big old scorpion. She needs a giant Mai Tai after that. <laughs> Get like... her that Mai Tai. Like, for real. Because truly, she was like, she like, damn, nuanced, you know, good character. Mm-hmm. And then dropped yeah. like a sack of potatoes. And I, and I even liked... When those guys come to shoot Sabata because he left their sister at the altar or whatever, and they're like, "Oh, and you have a son," and she kind of just like, hmm. like, well, that's yeah, interesting. Like, oh. <laughs> that was kind of funny. Like, oh, good for him, yeah, I guess. Like, oh, cool. that's nice. I should send her. Yeah, I should I'll send her a fruit basket. <laughs> right. Yeah. I'll send her a card. I don't know. Right. Yeah. But yeah, she, and she was kind of built up in the beginning to be more interesting, but she really didn't do any. They didn't have anything no. for her to do because it was like. He was like, oh, I remember you from St. Louis and all this stuff. And I was like, oh, is she going to be part of the intrigue? And It's like, like nah. they needed a pretty lady to sort of make Sabata more manly. It, like, like any woman in a James Bond movie. She's there for the sex Gotta appeal. Gotta have your Bond girl. She was a Sabata girl. You know, that's solely mm-hmm. what she was. Um, and love him and leave him, just like James Bond. Sabata leaves her behind. And I mean, I think Maggie's fine. Like, she she has her shit together. But I was I was very disappointed. They missed opportunity. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. For real. Would agree. Yeah. I would agree. One, I'm also starting to see your bond. Uh, mm. uh, yes. Sabanda. Sabanda. <laughs> I love it. I'm start. I'm starting to see your uh, your your trail of logic here, and I'm you know. It sucks, but here but we are. But imagine it like kooky villains, crazy gadgets. I, hold on. There weren't any crazy gadgets here. Just a fucking magnetic boot gun. A table fucking, gun. Fucking, so cool. You just, hey. you just kick the trigger from under the table with your magnet boot, and it shoots your guy. It was so cool. <laughs> it was so cool. Oh well, and God. let's not forget the blow dart <gasps> cigar. Oh, shut the fuck up. <laughs> <laughs> oh what what arsenal is complete without the fake cigar oh. turning into a blow dart? So much quality dude shooting. Oh. Holy shit, I have a note for this cuz goddamn it. <laughs> like yeah. Like no. why? <laughs> no, honestly, at that point I was resolved. This is where I was like no normal weapons. Got it. Y'all got goof- fucking goofy guns. <laughs> I don't give yeah. a shit anymore. You got like three yeah. barrels in the handle of your fucking pistol. Sure. Sure. Why not? Magnetic boot, table gun, cigar shop. You know what? I don't care. Fuck it. Fuck it. Yeah. Fuck it. Is there a gun in that hat? Is there a mirror in that gun? I don't give a fuck. Like. That's why. Now, I think, was it the second Sabata that had the exploding book? Like, yeah. that's why we should have had the drum is just full of fucking dynamite. Missed, which, which missed opportunity. The drum, the drum, at one point, was rigged up as a trampoline for the Jumpy Boys. <laughs> mm-hmm. Simultaneously, was outfitted with about, I want to say, about ten <laughs> pistols. <laughs> that it could just go to town on whomever as some rudimentary Gatling gun piece of... Oh, I'm so we're, so like, You could just get a cool gun, guys. So Ben and I are sitting <laughs> on the couch, okay? We, we have made it through the entire bottle of wine that we shared while watching this movie. Um, and we get to the final fight, and they've got the gun. They've got the, the, the drum, right? And I think Alley Cat has the drum at this point. 
and he's holding it not with the metal part, the edges, like, you know, sideways to sort of have it actually act as a shield. No, he holds it so that the skins of the drum are against him and he's using it as a shield. Okay. And I go to Ben. Yeah. I say that drum offers no protection. And Ben goes, it's full of plot armor. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, yeah. (laughs) Now it makes sense. Ah. I tried to make the movie. uh, I tried to logic and I went, oh, I forgot. (laughs) Do, Do not, not apply, apply logic, logic to a Sabata no. film. <laughs> and then it's right on the label. I, <laughs> and then I went right back to enjoying myself. <laughs> Good. That's probably why I took so many took t- took so few notes towards the second half of the movie because I was just along for the ride. Like I yes, I mean like really truly towards the end of it, I was just like, sure, for, bring it on. What do you got, movie? <laughs> I'm interested in this. I want to hear everyone, the first li- five lines of everyone's notes. Mine are rad music, pretty sure the movie's high, duel of the fancy lads, the green judges, and in all caps, sweat. <laughs> <laughs> the first five lines that I have are what kind of funhouse court is this? <laughs> Is this a mariachi band? Is Sabata acting... Is Sabata acing Amish dudes with Amish bowl cuts? All caps. What the fuck? Then no. So so mine were... What is this green light? A judge? It's Christmas. (laughs) Welcome to Fancy Thunderdome. <laughs> All in caps. Yes. Lee Van Cleef, the chandelier. And then finally, is that Angela Lansbury? Why clowns? <laughs> Why clowns? <laughs> Why clowns? So I have my first five notes are band tryouts. <laughs> is this a musical? <laughs> <laughs> we found the final third of the circus movie. Oh yeah. Then I have all caps with an exclamation point. Ballad. <laughs> and the only invincible man in the country. I love that nice. the, f- the first five minutes of the movie all, all had something in all caps. <laughs> oh, yeah. Scientifically, this is an all caps movie. Like, watch it for that. Oh, Holy I, hell. My yes. face hurts from laughing. I wish, oh, God. I wish I could remember the... I think one of the jokes I laughed the hardest at was the stage manager joke. And I wish I could remember... What it re- what it was? I just wrote down the stage manager joke because <laughs> he was like, he's not he's not a this, he's a stage manager, and I was like, yeah, oh, it was he was saying he was Maggie's prompter. That's what it show. is, and he's like, more like the stage yeah. manager. <laughs> oh, like, what everyone is happening? <laughs> right? Holy shit! I have a I have a line. I just want to. I wrote down because I was like. I think we you're gonna want to find that and, and use it a couple times. It was the sheriff uh, at one point walks in and is like, "All right, Sabata, now what the hell's going on?" <laughs> yeah. Uh, can I also yep. say Speaks that's for- all of us. <laughs> also, can I say these were terrible uh, old West Catholics because there was a missed opportunity for um, they do the whole like you know do unto other line do unto others line and i'm like this is a movie about taxes 
why didn't they use the render unto Caesar quote? I was like, clearly none of you went to Catholic school. None of you, you know, did your, like, time. And it was, <laughs> and it was made by Italians. And, and it was made I by know. Italians. I come was on. Even more disappointed. I was like, come on. There's no excuse. What the hell's going on? Perhaps they didn't want to give the give it away that it was made by Italians. They were like, no, that's too on the nose. They're going to know that a bunch of Italians made this. Anyway, yeah, keep talking in Italian to Sabata. We're going to dub you, you over the, later. It's the fine. The giant gold cross and the and the altar triptych <laughs> wouldn't have given it away. Just saying. <laughs> they thought that was subtle. They're like, that's that's tasteful. Could have been, they yeah, won't know. been anywhere in Old West America. Certainly not yeah. these frescoes <laughs> right <laughs> god damn it uh, tableau I, I, uh. I did i did think that it was like it got unbelievable real quick and i went along for the ride but then i i did write that the guy got kicked in the nuts to death <laughs> and then i said and then i just typed i'm gonna die from this movie <laughs> this this movie is gonna kick me in the nuts to death <laughs> That's my takeaway, by the way. Like, I'm just like, you know what? Uh, it's fine. It's all good. <laughs> Holy smokes. Uh, <laughs> but yeah, I think we, I, I know, I think we have quite a bit for some mm-hmm. segments. Oh, yeah. Let, let's get into those. Many, so many goddamn segments, uh, guys. Let's, let's start off with the face, and I want you to all explain to me why it was Lee Van Cleef. He happens to be a sweet looking dude. Oh, let's see how many different Lee Van Cleef faces we have chosen. Who's got a Lee? Who's got a Lee? I do. I picked, you know me, I picked two faces because I can't, I just can't pick one. Mm-hmm. Uh, my my first face is the final freeze frame on that Lee Van Cleef, Lee Van Cleef face with the mountains oh. behind him as he's laughing at Clyde's so pain. Good. <laughs> So good. My my second face, my runner-up face is is Clyde laboriously climbing through the window. <laughs> I, I mean, I also my 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 first face is the one where it appears that Lee Van Cleef, the actor, is stifling laughter about getting paid to be in this movie, but the closed caption was the theme song. And it's just like, what the fuck kind of Dada shit is this? What the hell's going on? That's what this movie was. It was Dada. It shoots into my core. Absolutely. And the second one, my backup face, is Lee when he's hanging out with Sabata. I'm sorry. I... It's not Sabat, it's Lee Van Cleef. <laughs> Sitting on the porch, smoking a cigar, looking from under his brim of his hat at Clyde. Because you know what? The light is beautiful, and he is like, his face is so, it's the sharpest Lee Van Cleef face I have seen mm. in any of these westerns. It is, like, you can cut glass with that man's face in that specific scene. And I'm like, hmm. I want to have a cigar with him right now doing that. So my face, I only have one, and it is after the mine blows up and um, (laughs) McKintock thinks that he's killed Lee Van Cleef and everybody thinks that he's dead and he comes sort of, he like like appears out of the dust and he has this like shit-eating grin Yes. He like grins at Bronco, who is losing his mind that Sabata is still alive. 
he's like, holy shit, how are you not dead? And like, Lee Van Cleef's just like, I'm the most invincible man in the West. I don't know what else to tell you. <laughs> Can't kill me. And it's just this like, one, like he's sort of like kind of down on the ground. He's like a little bit army crawling. He's like pushing himself up and he just has this like, I knew it. I knew there was explosives all the time. Can't kill me. <laughs> and I was like, yeah. yes. Yes. The subtext, of course, is <laughs> I'm getting paid for mm-hmm. this. <laughs> I'm getting paid for this, and I'm having a great time. <laughs> oh, yeah. There's a fat yeah. check I'm getting for this bullshit. Hot damn. <laughs> my, I actually had two faces as well. The first one, my runner-up, is after <laughs> Lee Van Cleef tricks uh, like the world's baldest man to leap through a window. Uh <laughs> He like leans through it, and much like with the explosion scene, he's got that cat that ate the canary look, mm-hmm. which is a term my wife used. Be like, she's like, rewind it. I got to see that again. <laughs> and, and, he, and it's it's true. He just kind of like leans out. And he's just kind of like, uh, gotcha, gotcha with my Bugs Bunny bullshit. <laughs> Completely earned Bugs Bunny. Oh yeah, bullshit. <laughs> absolutely, and you love to see it. He's the he's the trickster spirit of the mm-hmm. West. But uh, the winner for me, the true winner for me, it was like the kind of cool image you see of Lee Van Cleef that you want to frame and put on your wall. And it's it's he's he's got his hands cupped over his fit his mouth because he's lighting up a cigar, hat down low, and he's got that he's just shot his eyes over to look at whoever's you know giving him a hard time. Whoever's pissing yeah, him off at exactly. the moment. Exactly. Who's, so who's about to be full of lead. So good. <laughs> F- shot by a gun in an unusual place that you'll never guess. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> I hate it. I hate it so much. All the weird gun... Another, oh my god. Another ex- the, the four-barreled handgun that had three extra barrels yeah. in the in the In the, in the, in the grip. butt. Come on. Shut the fuck up, Lee Van Cleef. You do not. <laughs> Today's another exciting installment of Where Do Where Can Guns Live? <laughs> <laughs> what the hell's going on? How how do guns work? <laughs> how do how do guns? Clearly physics. it was given to him by his handlers at the CIA. Yeah. <laughs> of course. Of course. Sure. Holy smokes. Uh how about how about a saloon search? <laughs> Uh, I got a lot to talk about here, uh, guys. I got one word for Cl- Clyde's Casino, and that word is wood. <laughs> <laughs> just, just what do you think you've hey, seen? It's like, it. am I in a tree? <laughs> I'm curious to hear uh, the other. I, I'd like to go last on this because I have sure. a lot of thoughts on what can. What constitutes a saloon in this, in this motion picture? I, I was very confused. Were there one or two? Was there, like, I, Clyde's Casino and a saloon, or were those the same things? I think Clyde's Casino had a saloon, and okay. I think there was also... Uh, to me, it seemed like there, there was at least two, perhaps three. Because you also had the hotel, you know, um, uh, House of Prostitution, uh, Which, that I think was also its own thing. But that was that was separate from Clyde's. Yes, that's the impression I got. Okay. Because I was but also, very confused. Also, this movie just dealt in wholesale confusion. Yeah. I, they just, well, they reached into the confusion sack and they just like, just started spreading it out. <laughs> I I only found that confusing. 
and, and I am being completely, maybe it was the whole bottle of wine, the half a bottle I had. I don't know. Let me tell you, I was, I was sober as a judge, a green judge, if you will. <laughs> and, uh, I, I couldn't keep track. Um, but, the but I would go to Clyde's casino. Um, I don't think I would actually play anything. Although there was a surprising amount of grannies in that <laughs> casino there were so many grannies. And also clearly plastic chips. Oh, my God. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I was like, what are those made of? Bake like <laughs> <laughs> What? There was so much polyester in that room. <laughs> but I, I think God. you could get a good, like, I wouldn't drink, like, a beer there or anything, but I think you could probably get, like, a good cocktail there. Mm-hmm. And I would, oh, yeah. I, and if we're counting the brothel as a saloon, no. Too much hepatitis. <laughs> Absolutely not. <laughs> yeah, I'm going to Clyde's. I'm ordering a Manhattan. And I'm going to lose some money yeah. at cards. Yeah, my my thoughts on these saloons here. Clyde's I'd hang out in. I like, I'm a fan of wood, wood paneling. I could vibe there. I agree on the cocktails. I feel like their beer would be warm yep. and shitty. <laughs> but you could get a, I feel like you could get a real mean whiskey mm-hmm. cocktail. Uh, at Clyde's and as as for games at Clyde's I am freaking gonna own at Seesaw <laughs> the Seesaw game hell yeah yeah see I am gonna be all over that shit so I, I'm all for Clyde's oh, um yeah it, it's a it's a fine gaming room but here's the thing y'all we had the priest ducking down behind the pulpit uncorking a full bottle and guzzling and I'm saying that's that's some illicit salooning that I would get behind, but also, let's not forget the finest room where anybody imbibed this entire movie, and that is the, uh, is it the mayor's private office? Mm. Was it the mayor's it, or is private it office, or was it Clyde's office? Would you be surprised it that it Clyde. wasn't clear, like many of the other details in this movie? <laughs> I think I think that was Clyde's office with 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 the wonderful like uh 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 with the wonderful couch with the great upholstery and the two chairs. Oh yeah. It, oh oh my God. See now I would go there with my illicit liquor from the church and entertain a small group. That to me, if that qualify if that does not qualify as as a saloon, I will fight you in the church. <laughs> I will fight you, and I will turn that crucifix around and beat the shit out of you. You will still know. Not if I turn him Damn around, it. Mel. You can't see if he's facing the wall because I'm going to slap the taste out of your mouth, <laughs> and then I'm going to take that liquor and go to the private office and entertain my friends. I would, you know what, Pat? I was sitting there with you, smoke a cigar, and drink a uh, drink some corn liquor. God damn right, Stu. <laughs> I knew you would. <laughs> so, but like, there are so many like places where you see people drinking where you're like i want to drink there like the saloon don't get me wrong i'll play the seesaw game all day but it's too public and it seems like it's full of actors uh small (laughs) (laughs) small small detail uh speaking of things that uh happen in and around uh saloons is I'm going to start keeping tally of how many movies we watch that have somebody pissing in them because I'm getting tired of seeing it. I, I totally had a note of what is it with spaghettis and peeing. I was like, why? Why are we peeing right now? Yeah. 
Please stop. It was even in Sabata the Killer. Please stop. <laughs> pee-pee poo-poo jokes. Gotta, gotta have the pee-pee poo-poo jokes. It wasn't a 10-minute long urinal scene with uncomfortable eye contact. Uh, <laughs> but it could have been. But it could have been. <laughs> it wasn't. See... See, my name is nobody, or nobody is my name. That that movie makes you appreciate the piss scene in it this does. movie for its brevity. It does. Thank God. Yeah. That's one thing we need. You're like more appreciation for piss scenes. The most important, <laughs> the most important pissing scenes in Western movie history. We gotta have That'll a That'll be rundown. my tier list. I'm gonna give you a tier okay. list of all the best piss. Oh yeah, for our hundredth episode, I dare you. Yeah, yeah. I dare you, Amy. Oh, God. <laughs> <laughs> Holy hell. Um, uh, who's got a coot? After all, he's not a bad old coot. I do. I got a coot. You go first, Amy. Okay. My coot is Umbrella Coot. Yes. That's what I said, too. That's what I said, too. I called him Barrel Coot. <laughs> oh, shit. We all got Umbrella Coot. <laughs> well, he, I feel like he was really the most the best example of a coot right. in this film 100 gold By standard well, coot. i would just debate like I would, comments on cows alone and i would argue <laughs> yes and i would argue he was an audience avatar because he had no idea what was going on yeah we he had all... a ratty umbrella <laughs> that's it I just, yeah, swiping my favorite liquor. <laughs> yeah he walks up to sabata at one point he's got his umbrella he's got his bottle yeah, they have a little conversation. He sets the bottle down, and then he goes to walk away, and he kind of comes back to grab the bottle, and he gives him this face like, I know you weren't trying to steal my liquor, and then walks away. I'm like, that's my just, coot. Just him going, there he cows, is. I can tell you how old they are by their teeth. Cows, man. And then, yeah. And then he has a cow that he's named, and her name is Evelina. Yes. What a great cow. <laughs> yeah. That is... Prime mm-hmm. coot. Powerful coot. Choice. Powerful. I love Holy it. Holy smokes. I didn't I, I, enjoy all the brothel ladies making fun of him. No. Mm-hmm. And I also did not enjoy the uh, the the young man who was too into the ladies and then Sabata oh. being like, go oh. for a kid and motorboating the lady. I was like, what? Yeah, not okay. This can, you can I, delete this like two minutes. <laughs> yeah. I was like, this was funny for like one guy. And they're like, well, we're keeping that. Yeah. In there. I was like, mm, don't like this. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. Jerry, shut the fuck up. <laughs> Just, anyway. Can yeah. can I talk about costume? Let's do it. Okay. Hit so it. the costumes were a tale of two movies. <laughs> One that took place in the Victorian period with all the frills. I can probably also pinpoint which simplicity pattern they used for all of the women's dresses, because it was the same pattern for all of them. Um, and then the other one was like. 1950s old west open range and no one knew what temperature it was outside because like all the dudes when we got to the villa all the dudes were in big coats with like sherpa lined and i'm like clearly everyone else is dressed like it's high summer but you guys are dressed like it's the depths of winter in wyoming which is it does anyone know what the hell's going on uh I'm going to tell you, Mel, no. No, it does. <laughs> um, I would also say the defining color of this movie was brown. Everything was brown. brown. I was like, Jackie's got some great patterns, but it's all in brown. Um, brown. Everything is brown. Um, 
And I would, I would also say uh, the women were done, like nothing fit. None of the women's clothes fit any of the women. Um, Anywhere. And it looked like no Maggie way. was going Maggie. to tumble out of her dress. Maggie was done dirty. She like straight up. Um, I liked that she had color. She was in purples. She stood out. I liked that uh, Clyde, the purple velvet coat, the burgundy coat. Can't was that. Oh, God, yeah. Choice. Like, that was great. I mean, and also, can we can't say anything about Lee Van Cleef. Like, just uh, yeah. no, no notes. notes. He, he, he well, perfect. he was wearing his own clothes. Exactly. <laughs> Even in the frilly shirt, I was like, I'm okay with this. You still make yeah. that look good, sir. Um, but I would say I'm your mater. I'm your mater D tonight. My name is Lee Van Cleef, <laughs> and I'd be like, yes. What? What do you? Yes. Yes. yes amazing. I'm perfect. Um, but the thing that drove me the most nuts was I'm fairly certain most of the women had no petticoats on, but they were all in hoops, and all of the hoops were misshapen, <laughs> so that their dresses didn't sit correctly, and they had them. They all had like. Like, they were all lifting these dresses in the same position, which makes me go, they were all too long in the front, and they were stepping on them. I was like, (laughs) anyone, a hem. Can anyone give these poor ladies a hem? Anybody. (laughs) Just take you, like, ten minutes. Come on, run it through the sewing machine. Mel... Mel, they had to rent those. They couldn't. They were very. They had to return them. Having worked (laughs) in a rental, a costume rental house, yes, I'm like, that's a rental costume right there that's what they did bare minimum done <laughs> um, can you can you comment on the uh the one random woman in a 1970 s- wedding dress there was more than one of them there was more yes. than one in the in the it was the casino Whoa. scene right yeah yeah she was in a full i was like <laughs> I, I saw that too i was like why i, I went did they what? go to proms r us for the ladies because <laughs> i was like that is a prom dress is what that is. Like everyone's in this, like either the simplicity Victorian pattern day dress. It's a day dress pattern or they are in 1970s prom. Yeah. No in between. And the hair to match. Oh, drove me crazy. But they were just another movie that came by to look at this one. (laughs) Like, hey, what's they going on? Like, hey, you want to be in a movie? They're like, it's a car wreck over here. <laughs> we need some extras. You want to just come, come on, on over? Yeah. Y'all come. You'll be fine. Yeah, yeah, don't don't bother changing. No, just no. Stand yeah, over you're, there. You're, Look, you're our craft the services is fucking great. Yeah, something might explode yeah. or something. We're probably going to see something cool. Fine. Yeah. Again, they were like, they're only in the background. No one's going to see this. I'm like, so the one, everyone is brown and you have this one woman in a bright white dress. Okay. <laughs> She's not going to stand out at all. Mm-hmm. No. Yeah, it was uh, it was a hodgepodge at best. Yeah, <laughs> like it was wild. Oh my god! Uh, that only that leaves uh, <laughs> the postcard moment. <laughs> Woo! My Amy, I know you usually go for weird. I went for weird this time. I went for a, a, a picture Ooh. of. Uh, a, a neat picture of one of the green judges with the gavel and like the somber faced guy kind of into the back into his uh to his right and i was like yeah i'm sending that to somebody and be like what's up greetings from myrtle beach south carolina <laughs> 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 hope you're doing fine <laughs> damn 
Because I went with like a serious, like beautiful shot where I know I saw yours. I was like, damn, mm-hmm. you yeah, well, found a good one. Well, it it took me like Bronco taking uh, Sabata to the mine the first time, and it's actually beautifully framed because like the cart and the horse are coming and with Sabata and Bronco on it are coming through the framework of the I think I want to say school. I don't <laughs> fucking know. One of the one of the scam properties, but like the mountains in the background are just luscious and green, and it's beautiful, and they're framed nicely, centered in a square, so it's like a frame within a frame, and it's like, ah, oh, yeah, nice work. Like that 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 shot is one cameraman doing. Like you know what, I'm gonna make it pretty right now, <laughs> and it was beautiful. Mm-hmm. But my my runner up would be Lee Van Cleef looking through the crystals. <laughs> So mine was um, the game. Uh, so after, so okay, so they bring out the seesaw, right? And instead <laughs> of playing it like you're supposed to with the two silver dollars, they decide to play it with guns. And the first guy to catch mm-hmm. the gun, Sabata or the other dude, I forget like who the other dude was. Um, they're gonna have a little shooty shootout, right? And yeah, I think it was Jeff. Whoever the heck it was, it doesn't matter. It was cool, and they do the thing. Uh, Sabata catches the gun um, and then like I think tosses it to the guy or something and then the guy goes to shoot him but then he's like oh but I've got this gun and then reveals that he has the magnet on his boot and the gun is attached the other gun's attached to the magnet the shot facing up they like did it from they like shot that from below so it's this like angled shot and his, his gun his foot is up on his knee and you can see the gun and he's smiling and he's like i'm about to shoot you dead and i'm like that right there put that on where my can, wall <laughs> where can guns live <laughs> <laughs> anywhere you put your heart mm-hmm. into it <laughs> so as usual i picked two weird ones <laughs> i really enjoyed in the very beginning um, watching pickles through the keyhole. <laughs> um, you weirdo! I, I like Come that. On. I, I know. I was like, "What does that say about me?" I don't know. I'm not gonna think about that too hard. Um, but watching him, like you know, furiously shoving money into bags through this keyhole, I thought was uh, pretty cool. And then my other one was in the Christmas barn. Uh, <laughs> It's, it's shot as if you're sitting, as if you're one of the green judges. I think it's as if you were Pickles himself. <laughs> um, you can see the gavel in front on the, the table, and then it kind of goes all the way to the back, and you can see the uh, the mariachi uh, guys kind of, uh, some of them are bathed in red, and you can see the lantern swinging in the background. But you got the green table in the front, and you see all the way to the back to the dudes who are about to get shot up. I thought that one was pretty cool. Yep. It ain't wild. Bad. I like it. It's I weird. like it. Yeah. It's very weird. Oh, my goodness. Yeah. So, I mean, I guess my clothes, closing thoughts for this movie is that, I mean, I think part of what really... I enjoy about the Sabata films is that they have this layer of insanity (laughs) that just speaks to my core, like the chaos, the weapons that 
come out of nowhere and don't make any sense. Like it is always trying to surprise you and it almost always delights me with how it's surprising me. So I found this one was uh, no different from the even the Yul Brenner one. I mean, I think about that shot of Yul Brenner in the breeze with his. Uh, he had a crazy shotgun shooting from the dick. in that movie. Shooting from the dick. <laughs> I'm like, these movies just delight. So this one, a good entry. Yeah, I fever dream. I mm-hmm. I would agree. I really really enjoyed this one i had a good time like again i had two issues with it but other than that i was like i'm here for a ride i've got i have a bottle i have a glass of wine i have pizza i'm i'm here for a movie i was (laughs) i was i was like this is exactly what i wanted (laughs) yep uh yeah that's that's where i am too it was just it was absurdist it was crazy and it didn't let you go. And um, I think it was an abject lesson in how to do a character who's good at everything and everyone likes, but not be obnoxious about it. Like, like let's talk about Mary Sue's. We got Lee Van Cleef. We got the little girl from our last Christmas movie. And then we've got nobody. Sis. Yeah. Give, give me Sis, sis or Lee Van Cleef any yes. day. I want to see Sis, a little tiny girl, shoot men to death. That's what I want to see. <laughs> She has to add it. She is so busy running that town, being the fire chief, being the chief coroner and the head detective and the sheriff and getting all the Christmas trees to town. Exactly. Like, she's very busy. <laughs> and, uh, you know, as compared to nobody who I just wanted to see fall off the earth. Clubbing a fish to death. <laughs> That's not how you fish. <laughs> <laughs> oh, what a wild ride, guys. Yeah. Like, it derailed me. And you know what? I'm okay with it. But, it derailed my mind. But, Absolutely. It's Donna. Yeah, Lee, Lee Van Cleef was just such a joy to watch. He was everything I wanted in a superhuman cowboy. Mm-hmm. Like, he every, everything was like, yeah, I'm okay with this. This is fine. I, I question none of this. Like, I, yeah. I would rate this movie a solid six sabatas plus three mine explosions and a green judge out of six. (laughs) Yeah, this is 10 out of 10 green cabal judges. (laughs) I, even though I loved this movie, I have to give it five and a half sabatas because I was pissed about Maggie. And also if it had had the theme song from the first movie, yeah, it would have been nearly perfect. That's like my, again, it's all. It just needed that little bit. Just a little bit of mm. no, no love boat, no love boat. Mm-hmm. Yeah, th- this movie kicked me in the nuts and I died. <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna put that on the box pad. <laughs> Do it. Do it. Return of Sabata. <laughs> it's, you know, it's got to be like great hit. New York Times probably. <laughs> <laughs> this movie kicked me in the nuts and I died. Padger. That's it. Ghost of Pat Jarrett. <laughs> so that's the only way I, think... I can review this movie after having died but getting kicked in the nuts. <laughs> so, so are you going to rate it like what? One nut kick out of six or something? I can't rate it if I'm dead. Those are the rules. <laughs> we are putting that on his headstone. Look at the Oregon Trail. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I will say though, 
This is a great opening to Sabbathon 2023. <laughs> yes, absolutely. Yes. Our yes. annual sabbatical. Oh god. <laughs> sabbatical. So so I think we should at this point uh reveal to our listeners if they haven't noticed already, we have a new social media presence. Mm. We have an Instagram. So you'll be able to see our faces and postcards. That's right. Uh, as we move forward, so it's it's uh, what, what's our what's our handle? It is uh, Cow Punchers Pod. So hit us up. That's right. Mm-hmm. Hit us up. Uh, look at our pictures that we put out there. Mm-hmm. They're, they're, yeah, they're... comment if you watch the movie. Let us know if you liked it or if you have other movies. I think we already have. We... Someone suggested a movie. We did. Um, mm. Did you want to read that, Stu? Do you have it? Uh, I, I do not have a handy, no. Okay, I have it up if you would like me to read our first go, go Pony for Express it. mail. Our first Pony Express. <laughs> Pony Express. This from got, the Insta. This one got through, Pat. Passed you on the plateau. <laughs> <laughs> um, so I'm going to butcher this username. Um, it's Bruder, Bruder led. Sorry. I'm sorry. We appreciate you. Thank you. Oh, oh, brother. Um, brother led. Yeah. We, we appreciate you. Um, they said, uh, hi, I happily found out about your Western movie podcast by chance. Already listened to three episodes and I'm looking forward to go on. It's always a pleasure to see that still the Western genre means a lot to some people. Um, and they suggest my all-time favorite movie is The Last of the Mohicans from 1992. And my favorite actress, Madeline Stowe, is the female lead in it. Um, besides some Western TV work, she's in Bad Girls 2. Uh, both Westerns are worth a discussion. So I think okay. Last of the Mohicans and I'm, Bad Girls. I told you Last of the Mohicans was a Western. Mm. We did have that discussion, didn't we? <laughs> mm-hmm. Even it. though it's in northern so. New York. <laughs> West. Hey, look. We've watched some other westerns that weren't in traditional western locales. I think, I think if Zorro counts as a western, I would say Last of the Mohegans can can fall into the genre, too. We're pretty open, I mm-hmm. think, to our, our definition of western, which to me is in the spirit of the western itself. Yeah. So it's the the open frontier. It is up to us to create that that definition ourselves. Mm-hmm. So that's my just like this this movie created its own reality. <laughs> <laughs> exactly, uh, absolutely. So thank you for that comment. We appreciate you. <laughs> Yay! Yeah. Uh, and on that, I, I want to thank everyone for listening. Uh, if if you uh, we've given you plenty of methods to to co- reach out to us, uh, ask us something, or comment. Um, thank you for listening. We, we love you all. Uh, I am, as always, the deputy Stu Kaufman. And I'm going to have a seesaw about it. I'm Amy McLeod. <laughs> and my lights are moving around and they've all turned red and I don't know why, <laughs> but I'm about to join this mariachi band. I'm Pat Jerry. <laughs> and I have to go find some magnets. My name is Melissa Huggins. <laughs> <laughs> Y'all watch yourselves out there on the trail. <laughs> yeah! I will turn that crucifix around and beat the shit out of you.